0: Set.
1: I think so. <laughs> I think so. Got our list of stuff here. Yep. What we want to talk about? You were asking what NFW was. Yeah. It's new.
0: N E W. It's your handwriting, <laughs> I guess. Uh,
1: there was never anybody so happy as when computers were invented because then I didn't have to write by hand anymore. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Welcome to the Scuttlebutt. I'm Rich.
0: And I'm Sandy. And you are once again sitting here having a little coffee with us at our kitchen table in the cabin on the trap line. So welcome and glad you could be here.
1: It's November 12th, so the day after Remembrance Day. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about what, what we've uh, been doing out here the last little while, getting our, our line set up and that, but I want to touch on Remembrance Day. Yeah. Uh, well, I think
0: it's really important because um, as we move forward, there seems to be... Uh, less understanding of what Remembrance Day really means for a lot of people in in our realm. Let's it, it's say.
1: it's been forgotten. Yeah, it it truly has been forgotten, and, and and I don't understand it. I don't understand the political football part that that, that it's become. Where mm-hmm. it, people today, the, the politicians and that are are looking to uh, to say anything to shock to to get their minute or or second in in the newspaper or on the internet and and you know when they pick on something like Remembrance Day we've had um people in our family serve yes we have nobody currently serving and right now uh, god bless all of you that have served do serve wherever you serve in the world uh you have our gratitude I was uh on my feed Google has me somehow pigeonholed. I don't know how they did this. Oh, jeez. I don't know how how Google, how
0: do they Google it?
1: (laughs) But it has me pigeonholed. And anytime there's something that has a reference to a trapper in it, which, believe it or not, there's very few things that have a reference to a trapper in it. But they they sent me in my news feed this week, and it was about a, a trapper. And it was in Northern Alberta. And this was just before, the or when Canada entered the First World War. Yeah, okay, so this so, was
0: an archived
1: accounting. Yes, it's yeah. like 1914 or something like that. The, 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 the call went out, or 1911, uh, no. I, I'm not sure. Anyway, the call went out that Canada was had joined the, the Allies in, and uh, the war and that they were uh, they needed men. And it gives you chills to read the examples of how people got from here in the north to go, to go volunteer. Now, they're volunteers. This is not conscription. They're not being paid. They're volunteers. This one fella, uh, a trapline, it's just it's so weird how this was. Though. Just north of us here. Mm-hmm. He got the call. I don't know how he got the call. Um, you know, the, somehow the, somebody passed the truth, told him that they were calling for for men, that Canada was, was going to war. And so he packed everything up and um, he started walking. Uh, in those days, there were no roads. Yeah. And it took him two days to walk to the nearest train tracks. And he had mess- missed the weekly train by a few hours. Yeah. So he turned turned and hung a left on it and headed south, walking towards Grand Prairie. And later the next week, when the train caught up to him, he, he got on it and, he, and yeah. he headed to Grand Prairie and on, on to where he, where he could volunteer.
0: There's so many stories about people that, you know, unhooked the the horse from the plow and got on the horse and headed to the nearest train station. and
1: Hugged their wives. Yeah. Kissed their kids goodbye and... It it was it was a uh, very moving. That I we can't honor them enough to have that sort of dedication. Your grandpa fought. Mm-hmm. Your grandpa fought in Vimy Ridge, and and uh, he was one of the Canadians that 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 won the Battle of Vimy Ridge. It's and came home and came home. Yeah, yeah. V- that that doesn't happen. And you know what is amazing? Your grandpa was a prime example of it. Never said two words about the war after no. he came home. Never actually,
0: as kids. Um, We were told never to ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And today, by my by my parents, let's say, like granddad was never one to say, "Don't ask," but we were told, "Don't ask him about it." It's very painful.
1: Yeah, granddad was a hard man though. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of hard men back then, and it was, you know, in today's world, uh, a snowflake gets bruised if somebody wears a "Make Mm -hmm. America Great" hat or whatever, Mm -hmm. and. They're all crying, and they and they 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 need the counseling and all that. These people saw hell. Yeah. These people saw hell. We have a member of our provincial government who refuses to wear a poppy. She disgusts me. She's a p- part of the socialist government that is running yeah. the problems currently the running the government. Yeah, hopefully, cur- not for much longer. Br- briefly, yeah. they got five months left, and she says that the poppy is a symbol of it glorifies war. Yeah. Well.
0: uh... It's a worldwide symbol of respect and remembrance, and for one individual to characterize um, a a respectful symbol as being uh, promotion or warmongering is so removed from reality. It really... It it's beyond words, it, especially in a world today,
1: a yeah. world where where symbols have had never had so much meaning as they do now. The the color of the rubber band you wear around your wrist, or or, or the hashtag on on Twitter, or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are all so powerful, so moving, so me too, so you know all yeah. that stuff. And then something that really truly does mean something.
0: Yeah, is minimized.
1: Is minimized. You know, um, yeah. you've heard the uh, uh, the saying that there are no atheists in a foxhole. Mm. Yeah, and I I love that one. I really do. If you're ever if you're ever doubting about God, just stand up in a foxhole.
0: <laughs> or imagine yourself there.
1: Okay. I wish I had a machine. Oh. I'd call it Rich's machine. Really.
0: <laughs> what <laughs> it a would be shock. Rich,
1: It'd be Rich's <laughs> attitude adjuster.
0: Oh, okay? I'm liking it better. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, lots of patents. Uh, you know. You, <laughs> I want to make a little money on, it, of course. Of course, being a conservative, so it would be but in I, w- high demand. I would like to take like that woman.
0: Yeah. And I would like
1: to plop her into a foxhole next to your granddad, yeah. just as they're about ready to go over top, over the top, and up Vimy Ridge, yeah. and then see what she thinks then about it. Yeah, you know that's the problem is that none of these people today, so many of the youth and that have never struggled, have never seen the other side of the coin.
0: No. no,
1: they they don't understand.
0: And I, well, uh, and and in many cases, I mean. My grandfather is long gone, um, and even many of the World War II veterans are, are very aged people now, but a lot of our young people don't have anyone that they can talk to or that they have, will talk to them, because many of them have been maligned as being part of the military in some sort of great warmongering conspiracy that goes on out in the world and people are afraid to talk to people that have gone to war protecting our freedoms on a daily basis and it's really kind of sad
1: true and i mean you know the other side of it is is is, it's just how people evolve um i forget mark twain said if you're not a communist by the time you're 20 uh you have no heart and if you're not a conservative by the time you're 40 you have no brains something like that
0: and it's I don't just, know who that's attributed to necessarily. But, I like Mark
1: Twain. Uh, I, I I blame him or give him credit for a lot of stuff. There you go. <laughs> but the whole thing about that is that it just it, it's the way it is. Kids are a lot more tender-hearted. And they believe in everybody should play together well and all that. Well,
0: they're that. told that people yeah. should play nice yeah. together, right? Don't take somebody else's toy. Don't throw sand in their face. You know, those kinds of things. And, and it's all good words to live by. Heaven knows I don't want anybody... Throwing pens at me when I go to the bank uh, tomorrow morning.
1: <laughs> I love though the, some of our friends that their kids, you know, they're 18 and they're just yeah, 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 beaking at you, and and you know when you may, might mention that you don't think the socialist program's right or whatever, and they beak at you, and then. Uh, Four or five years later they're out on their own. They're maybe they buy married. a house. Yeah, they buy a house, Let's they're say. paying taxes. <laughs> and then it's hey, Sandy, I I c couldn't believe what you're talking about now, but now I understand. <laughs>
0: yeah. Now I'm paying taxes and I don't like where my tax dollars are going. It's like, Yeah, okay. Well, you know what? There are a lot of people that fought for the freedom um for us to be able to do all the things that we're doing. So Absolutely. thank you and to all who have. Thank you, God bless. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You have our we are utmost grateful. respect.
0: Moving on. Moving on. Enough, and we enough. And we're going to have to move on because this is the last of our Old Smoked Coffee oh. because we've been out here for the long weekend, only packed enough coffee for a weekend. So we've been rationing and this is the last of it. I can't even <laughs> threaten to send you home. I know. Because like a, you live out here without coffee. Yeah, exactly.
1: It ain't working, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah.
0: No. laughs> I,
1: I tried that and yeah, you're going to go home. Yeah, yeah. Not like you could find your way. you get lost on a snowmobile track, but <laughs> I, I like I like to threaten every now and then. Sure. But we are out here setting up our line, yeah. and uh, I got a late start. Usually I am here the night before. Um, November 1, as we've said, is the start of our musculate season, which is uh, Wolverine and uh, Fisher, Martin, Ermin. Mink. Weasel, Weasel and Mink. And uh, so I'm usually out here the night before, and I get everything ready to go, and I'm gone. you know. You've gone at before, the crack of. Before daylight, but yeah. it, was, it was probably the second or third before I got out here. Uh-huh. I was off helping our, our son um, on the house I'm building for him. And so uh, I got here a, a little bit late, and we'd had this really, as we mentioned in other podcasts, we've had this really warm spell at the end of October. Well, that ended on the 1st. <laughs> <laughs> it
0: was like winter has arrived.
1: It started to snow, and snow, and snow, and snow. We ended up with, we got worse here than we do back at home, and home is about three hours south of us. Yeah. But we uh, we've got about a foot of fluffy snow here. Well the, the worst part about that is that we had no frost. Uh so the roads weren't weren't frozen or anything else that and worse though is the puddles, you know, the the, the beaver dams, the lakes and that there's there's just that only ice that's on them is from that snow falling and then it ma- it makes that really crappy white ice. Yeah. Well, whereas 2 or 3 inches of good clear ice will carry the Argo, 4 inches of crap won't, right? Right so i'm busting through everywhere and when you get into the the muskegs and the swamps and that especially down south uh you you're breaking through just nonstop 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 and uh so that track is full of water all the time well the the day i got here then it goes to minus 25
0: yeah. celsius
1: which is i don't know about 10 below 0 fahrenheit fairly snapping
0: <laughs> <Fairly, laughs> Yep, fairly, fairly snapping snappin'. we uh we uh it had warmed up a little bit by the time we got out here again on friday night but nevertheless it still takes something to keep the cabin warm in terms of wood
1: well, i was out there i'm breaking all this trail so i'm going through all this fluff plus i'm falling in the water not all the time and the water now those tracks on on the argo are uh, they're solid so you've a uh, you know, solid belt so any water that lays inside of them actually travels on the tires and, and builds up on the hubs and that mm-hmm. uh the combination of the fluffy snow the water and and the cold yeah now every bit of metal that's out there all of those track guides they their guides they're they're the curved curve pieces like this that that are on the outside of each uh track and the, the tire runs in between them it keeps the, the track on the tire on the tires now those track guides all the water builds up on them and, and snow hits them and builds up and as they come around the front of the the front of it now they're spaced out so this far apart across the bottom, and as they come, they they start banging into mm-hmm. each other. And I'm going down, going and down you're the going trail, and clackety
0: clackety clack. Yeah, clack, clack. it's like, <laughs>
1: what on earth is that noise? What's that vibration? And I get out and I realize what it is. Well, these things have built up so much, and this and and the ice is banging together. It's like, so okay, I know what it is, and you know, I, I make sure that some of them were, were just huge, but I make sure that I uh, I knock it a little bit off. But you know, they, you got to be careful because they're plastic. You don't want to break one.
0: Yeah,
1: and. Uh, I keep going down the line. Well, a few more times down through these soft bus gigs and that, and and all of a sudden, bang. It's like, what nurse was that? I mean, not only heard it, I felt it, right?
0: (laughs) And you're a long ways from the cabin. I'm
1: a long ways from the cabin. Then all of a sudden, it's like, bang, bang. And it's like, there's one on each side. And I I realized instantly what it was. Yeah. The tracks are put together using um, metal hinges. Okay, yeah. metal metal hinges that, that that swivel. Well, those metal hinges now, of course, in the in the cold, they're collecting the water and the snow, and they build up. So as and the, the cold. Yeah, and and the cold. The cold is a big factor, right? Yeah, of
0: course, it, it will comes be, yeah.
1: as it comes around and it comes up the back. Well, then here is that metal catwalk that we've got, and this is uh second or third machine we've had. Third yeah. third machine that's had the catwalk.
0: It's really awesome that metal catwalk. Oh, I, well, I, I can't, love it. Yeah,
1: I love it, man. In forty-two years of, of using Argos, this is the first time I've ever had this ever happen. Yeah. So it's a pretty unique situation. Anyway, as that would come up, there wouldn't be enough clearance for the ice that was built up on that track extension, and it would bang. It would hit the underside of the catwalk. So I'm out there. <laughs> I don't know how many times or a day I'm out there with my with my hammer, and I'm busting off the ice and moving the machine so I can get to the what's sticking up. It's like a uh, you know a uh, episode of the Deadliest Catch, but with much poorer seafood. <laughs> Matter of fact, the only seafood we had was spam, yeah. and that's because there was only the food I could of the, see <laughs> of, of the risk
0: of drowning. You know,
1: <laughs> so anyway, of. sitting here on the twelfth, I'm I'm behind. Yeah, I'm behind. Usually, uh, I've I've got a lot of these uh, dams and areas that I can cross really quickly by this time of the year. There is a, a chunk in the middle, and it's usually where I, I target a lot of the links. But I got to cross lakes there, yeah. and they take a lot longer to 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 uh, firm up, and and I usually don't get into that until mid December. But now we, here we are, mid-November, and I haven't got all of my... Uh... No,
0: we've got uh, 75 boxes out now, because yes. we set, um, I think it was 17 boxes on Saturday. Yep. And then we in get... The a, in the southwest <laughs> corner? In what we like to call the southwest <laughs> corner, <laughs> because it is the southwest corner. So this has been a running joke all weekend about what we call it. And then we move to what we like to call the southeast corner, <laughs> which is the southeast corner. <laughs> And it goes on and on. We are These so are the original. kind of very small-minded things that go on out <laughs> in damn <of> setting traps.
1: <laughs> but a couple of things that have happened that you just don't even think about, right? Like I brought out two totes of uh, of bait. Yeah. Okay. Usually, no, those totes probably weigh forty or fifty pounds. Like they're they're a good grunt. You know, like yeah. the, the one has over a hundred muskrats in it.
0: Yeah. You know, well, and, and I hear they're starting to. Well, they're, they're starting to sweeten up a little.
1: <laughs> out here, you know, you, you got you to keep them thawed, right? So I've got brought out two totes because normally I would go through those two totes worth of, of bait within the first couple of days. Not a big deal. So I've been keeping the heat going on in the skinning shed and, and keeping the, my bait in there to keep it thawed, right? And I put my lure in to keep it fresh every that's day. That's a too. good
0: reason why I don't go in the skinning shed. <laughs> so Not anyway. right now anyway.
1: <laughs> I've just barely used one tote. Mm-hmm. About, about, about 50 pounds of beaver meat I've just barely used so this morning I was out there and it's like I was out skinning a couple Martins what I was doing and I was like what on earth is that and I looked down and ooh there's some stuff dripping out around the side of this one tote and I peeled it up it's like whew, holy like instant <laughs> mouth sweats
0: <laughs> <laughs> he came in. He was wearing gloves the whole nine yards. He said, "I really, I need to wash because <laughs> even though I was wearing gloves, I just, yeah, I need, I need, I need some water."
1: So what happened was, it, it was the muskrats, and now they've been 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 keeping kept warm above freezing for ten days. Oh, yummy! Uh huh. So. And it, here's the worst part is that all I did was just chop them in half, like right behind the rib cage, you chop them mm-hmm. in half. And so a half rat goes in one box, half rat goes in the other. Chop the tail off because the tail is a hard thing to work. It tries to stick out. and It's funny. You don't think about the reality of these things. Tell you stuff them in a box, right? <laughs> Got to get rid of that tail. <laughs> Got to
0: get rid of that tail.
1: <laughs> so so I, that's what I do is I bang in the middle and then bang off goes the tail and throw them in there. And it, never before I've ever worried about the guts. Well, when I lifted that up, Lots of those guts in that were blown up like balloons in there. and, and it...
0: Oh, I'm so happy I just had <laughs> breakfast. So
1: I had to take it outside. And I, had to, I had to drain off some of the fluid. And, of course, the dogs are out there, and they're all really interested in that. It's like, no, don't, don't, don't get back, get back. So what I did was I, I separated out a bunch of them into the, into the tote that's mostly empty. I, I, and I pulled the guts out. Uh, I left the lungs and livers and all that kind of stuff in the front end because that's great bait. But I pulled the guts out. And I went over to a couple of beaver dams here and, and and set some mink uh mink oh, boxes. Oh, well, that's <laughs> good
0: use for it. I'll I'll bet that's good. They'll they'll be well fed.
1: Those 160 boxes are about that full of mink guts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I just want to use them for something, right?
0: But anyway, we were out and we did. Um, we set a few more boxes yesterday. So of course, long weekend. So we're tidying up around the cabin and doing a few last minute things just right close by here and then saturday we're out we did a a shorter loop and we set 17 boxes and then yesterday we did a longer loop
1: we got to check a few boxes we got to check a few
0: boxes and and set a few more yesterday
1: and, and what did we pick up
0: we got two martin beautiful martin one has four white feet and not just not really, they're like
1: socks. Yeah, they're like socks. If you go yeah. to our Facebook page, you'll see it there. I mean, everybody just loves it. They, they, yeah, they,
0: Trapping they, Inc. TV is yeah. the Facebook on page.
1: The face, on the Facebook page, and uh, yeah, he's got uh, for And not only that, but um, people want to buy him for for taxidermy. But his nose, like one one little corner of his yeah. nose, got chewed on. Well, so what
0: happened was the the box and we've had to replace a few this year because they've been as you said picassoed <laughs> <laughs> Where the squirrels have have eaten well, creative creative patches out of the boxes and whatnot. So what happened with this particular box is the way that the squirrels had eaten the the plywood on the box the trap when it was tripped didn't fall away and fall out of the box. So oh, some it
1: sideways in It there, did huh?
0: and so some little rodent a mouse or vole or something Came along and chewed on the end of his nose.
1: Yeah, yeah, but so that's my, really too bad. Mind you, though, he he's gonna go triple XL. He is a yeah. huge Martin, so he's gonna be big bucks. I, I wouldn't Regardless. get any more for selling him for taxidermy than I'm yeah. gonna get at, at at auction.
0: But true, but there's certainly been a lot of interest in, and we get we get several. We've just yep. never really thought. Uh, I mean, they are unusual because not every not every Martin has socks or or feet that are white
1: last year down in the southwest i caught two that had four white boots on it um one check and then the next check yeah like two of them and they're you know and that was in the same box yeah in the same box and then some folks were asking me well it's just from where you got those ones last year this well, yeah. is no by the crow fly that's 14 14
0: miles, miles. Yeah. yeah so really interesting it's it's certainly genetic um but interesting that it was 14 miles difference, you know, and what, you know, how many Martin are in that. You square? know, what's really
1: cool though. I mean, it brought up another thing they they asked, well, did it travel? You have to understand what the home range is mm-hmm. of, uh, of a Martin and that more it's age. Do you know how old an, uh, the average age of a Martin is?
0: They're like three or four years old. Three. Three.
1: Three. Yeah. 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 They, uh, if, if they get to, to four or five that they, that they're geriatric, they're extremely old. Mm-hmm. And I just I just find that fascinating. So when so many people talk about, well, trap. I haven't trapped in 20 years is just full of Martin. Hey, I mean, no, it ain't. Maybe they're grandkids, but it ain't. Yeah, grandkids are great, great,
0: great, 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 great grandkids. Yeah, that generation yeah, is pretty cool. Well, and that's, again, another topic that we've talked about quite a bit in, in terms of what we trap is the excess or the surplus. Um, you know, because all, everything out here, is food for something else. Yep. So, um, you know, I mean, you, you, even just the, you know, when, when uh, oil companies or logging companies spray um, to control weeds and whatnot, that still destroys some habitat that contains bugs or amphibians or, or yep. whatever, that Mice or voles or something else eats that is eaten by a marten or a weasel or whatever, and then is eaten by is eaten by is eaten by is eaten by. So, what we're what we're catching is the surplus.
1: Absolutely, big surplus this year. Yeah, like, I mean, big big uh, all the marten have been a really good size. Yeah, uh, it's nice to see their prime. Like yes. I've pulled the f- the the fleece off of them uh, off all three of them now, and and uh, they're in great shape. I just can't believe that we've only got 75 boxes out. We have about 400 boxes uh, scattered. Yeah. And we don't set them up all the time. We probably set up about half of them at, yeah. at a time. The other thing, uh, right now our Wolverine is also open, but I haven't set anything for them because the pens that I use for my Wolverine, I catch way more links in. Yeah. Like.
0: And the lynx season does not start until. No. Lynx and otter are December 1st in our area. Yeah. And those are both quota animals for us, quote unquote quota. Not a um, not every jurisdiction has quota. I right. guess Right, um, for us, it's dependent on the the area that we have. So we have a quota f- of twenty two lynx and eighteen otter. Yeah,
1: no, no, twelve otter, Tw- fifteen fish. Oh, it's a- 18, eighteen fisher. fisher yeah. Sorry,
0: yeah, twelve otter, eighteen fisher. First 22 year ever
1: links. we caught a martin before a fisher
0: yeah that's very cool yeah yeah Yeah. and And one of those martin was so big i thought it was a little fisher at first (laughs) (laughs) but whatever (laughs) a couple martin it's all good that's
1: the what the uh the forecasters right now the large martin are going to be worth bucks this year again
0: well then we're catching them right at the right time
1: yeah yeah We, we want the males we don't want the females but with uh my wolverine i mean i could i could set them up and i could uh run my my links through as incidental as incidental catches, because that's not what I'm targeting. Uh, I'm targeting the Wolverine, but I, they're not prime yet. They're not prime till after the first of December. And, and so there's no sense catching them. You know, why take a $140 links and, and selling it for a hundred bucks less if, if it's not, uh, if it's not prime, right? You got a I'm problem? Just,
0: no, I'm just checking. Cause I can't, I don't know whether I'm hearing you or I'm not.
1: Yeah, you should be. Okay. You should be hearing me.
0: I heard something go click, and then I wasn't sure whether I could just hear you, hear you, or hear you through the <laughs> headphones. So, yeah. Always want to check because you know we've done this dance before. <laughs> <laughs> Mate
1: <laughs> made, made a mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what made a mistake? Yeah. So anyway,
1: <laughs> anyway, it's been going good. Uh, we're going to go home for a few days. Uh, I guess you're not coming well, back I'm on the going, next one.
0: Yeah, I'm. I have to leave for work tomorrow. And I'm back the following day, but then I um I I volunteered for grandma duty on Saturday. Yeah, I'm our youngest son day. and his wife are going Christmas partying, and uh, so I'm looking after grandchildren, which is always kind of nice to have them close.
1: Well, I'm going to be going uh, coming back out for four days or so. Now I can uh where I went over and, and set those uh, mink this morning. Now I can yeah. cross those those beaver dams. And, yeah. Uh,
0: that opens up a whole another section of country huge
1: huge huge area so uh, i can really start getting things filled in uh in a week's time things are going to be uh tied down pretty good and and then it'll be just serious checking it's always easier when you're just checking because you know you you can we've ran out of bait screens we've ran out of uh out of boxes, like I've never had so many boxes. You you laughed about my term about them being Picasso'd, but you, you ever looked at a Picasso painting? Yeah. You look at it and you, you kind of think what, it, what, it, what it's supposed to be. <laughs> well, that's kind of what these look like.
0: They kind of look like they were boxes <laughs> once maybe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I built them out of um, out of pressure-treated uh, uh, plywood. And when they're fresh, nothing touches them for about two years. But yeah. I guess the the sun and the and air. The, uh, whether in that, leeches the, those pressure-treated chemicals out or whatever, and then after that, they start to chew on them. But yeah. we have
0: heard that the, they're attracted to the glue in plywood. I don't know if that's accurate or not.
1: I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes they go up the side of it, and then they, they eat a big hole in the side. Or <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's how, very funny. <laughs> it's funny how it goes, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we've got a new...
0: Yeah, that's what that says is new, not NFW. I <laughs> thought that was something. Yeah, new. Yeah, we we've we're we're kicking around a new idea.
1: I we we've uh, we get so much requests for more content, especially on uh, YouTube, uh, where this is going. And one of the things is, of course, our YouTube site. Everything all just started as as some place to put our our library of
0: someplace for easy access for people who um yeah
1: just our library of ep- episodes yeah. i mean in sure it's a business and sure we want we we're trying to make money We you have to, to to cover expenses that kind of stuff to be able to keep doing it but in the beginning i mean we just put it out there because we really we're trying to spread the word about trapping yeah and that we are honorable people we we are normal people we we <laughs> fill a very a very needed role yeah. and so that was when we put it up on, on YouTube. And things have come a long ways because, you know, at the time that we first started putting up YouTube, there wasn't even, YouTube wasn't even sure that they were going to allow it. Yeah. yeah. And now we're on Amazon Prime.
0: Yeah, now we're on Amazon Prime when we have been since May. Uh, yep. Yeah, May on Amazon Prime, and we've been on YouTube longer. But the podcast is a fairly recent addition to our YouTube repertoire. Yeah. And now we're thinking about doing something called a journal. where maybe we post edited content a little bit more often and it will likely be um information and and video clips and and so on that don't necessarily make it to a show
1: it's going to be it's kind of kind of kind of be like the podcast but it's going to be action because it's going to be like uh you know us the backstory the stuff that you don't have time to put on a on a tv half hour tv program that half hour tv program has to be edited to to the frame yeah okay and there are 30 frames to the second and yeah you you know so there's a whole bunch of stuff that hits the floor a whole bunch of back stuff that 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 never never gets talked about and that's what this is going to be this is going to be just uh, us going down the road and having fun and you know like yesterday uh stopped and and a lynx that had been in in one of my cubbies And now this is, this is how incredible these animals are folks. The the things that you think you're fooling an animal, (laughs) (laughs) there's, you've, if you watched the show, you've seen how I set up my, my lure, my bait on a stick, right? For lynx. And they come in and they want to rub their face on it and that they're, they're they're so uh, enthusiastic about that smell. Well, the last time that anything was on this particular stick was uh, middle of January last year 2018
0: or, sorry still this year still so this 10 year. months ago
1: yeah. 10 months ago and now in the in the snow the snow that came here on November 3rd or fourth you can see where the Lynx walked in and he came from downwind which is really cool yeah he came from downwind walked right into the pen he walked into the back of the pen which yeah. which was so cool and that's why I knew it was downwind and he walked in there and he grabbed that stick and he walked out and he and he uh, played with it on uh, on our, our two track then on uh, after that along comes uh, a pack of wolves and they take and they they chew on the stick and they roll on it
0: yeah and you could see the wolf hair in the snow and where they packed it down it was really wow stuff like that is so incredible and then we came upon um uh um spruce grouse yeah uh with a little harem of hens spruce grouse i guess they're called roosters right are they
1: yeah, I guess so. I don't know.
0: I don't even know. Anyway, and a harem of five hens. and
1: We actually call them fool. We, we've always. We've I called mean, them
0: fool hens. Fool
1: hens is what we always call spruce grass because they're not really bright. But uh, <laughs> he's, he's just being a typical man. No, they don't breed this time of year, but, you know, hope springs eternal. Right, guys?
0: <laughs> 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 Pay no attention to him. But you see it happen.
1: <laughs> it's got to do with the amount of daylight. So there, you know, we're we're crossing that boundary where where the amount of daylight that they have in the spring that you know uh, incites them to to start their mating and that. Well, we're crossing that same boundary, that same amount of daylight this time of the year. And so you know, he gets out there and he drums and he had a. a, a area where he had been uh, kicked up some sand and that so that you know the how they bath in the sand mm-hmm. and and uh, dust themselves in the sand well this had a little bit of snow in it but he was all he was all spruced up and their um eyebrows suffused with blood so they become just
0: brilliant red and that's what we saw when he flew off yeah. off of his little uh stomping ground there he just flew off and you could just see that brilliant red on his yeah. face
1: yeah, so it's all things like that that's going to be on on the journal. I think we're going to call it the grind. Yeah, just because it's it, it shows everything that goes on behind. Yeah. Everybody always wants wants more content out there. And well, a
0: lot of people do want to see what really goes on, and and sometimes it's very difficult to to show that in a just in a small really television is a is a small clip. And we've we've had people say, "Do an hour, do whatever," yeah. and and sometimes you just. You just can't.
1: Well, unfortunately, when you're doing on TV, it it costs me money. Yeah. I, I have to purchase my well, time to be the, on TV.
0: That's the other thing that a lot of folks don't understand about how this particular type of TV works. It's not that you do a pilot and someone gets all excited about it and picks you up, quote unquote. No. Um, nope. In in this realm, you do pay for the airtime that you are on and then for each um, set of minutes of commercial time that you purchase so um, there's six minutes of commercials. Yep. And then there's another minute that the channel has out of out of your time for yep. public um, announcements and something else, None. promotions or something yeah.
1: like that, right? Usually public announcements, you know, the, their own channel announcements and yeah. PSAs, that kind of yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah. So it ends up that, you know, we edit to, um, they take a minute and a half. Uh, so we edit to twenty eight thirty, so and that has three.
0: Not twenty eight thirty. Yes. Including our commercials. Ah. If you would let me finish. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and and there are three two minute commercial blocks in there right. f- for another six minutes. Yeah. So actual, you know, your actual content now is is, is down to twenty two thirty. Yeah. So it be it becomes tough. things like showing this link stuff yesterday and then the wolves reaction to it and all that that would have took a whole five minute block between commercials yeah. and there would have been nothing else uh, I've never wanted to take the chance that folks would be interested enough in that whereas if we put it up on YouTube yeah
0: um, well you can gauge people's interest by the number of minutes that they engage on YouTube so yeah it's we, good but really anyway huge. more more on that to follow. But it's just another one of those ideas that gets kicked around when we're bumping around in the Argo out there. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think I'm, of something I'm, I'm, else to talk about other than the rotten bait on the <laughs> front of the Argo. <laughs>
1: so far, the, 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 the lure, uh, of course, when you've, got, you've caught three Martin, it's not a big cross-section, but, uh, that, and one lure has to be doing better than the other, right? Uh-huh. And the one that's doing be- the best has uh, is made with uh, gator oil.
0: Yeah, well, we uh, a lot of people would would remember if you listened to the podcast before. But we were at the uh, National Trapping Convention in Escanaba, Michigan, this past summer in July, and um, we got a bottle container of gator oil, and that's been really interesting.
1: It has. It's
0: not like there's many gators.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's just it's just a paste. It's it's a vehicle. It's kind of like if you don't have a cracker for your for your peanut butter and jam, you put it it on your hand hand and lick it off.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been accused of that. It's never actually happened.
1: (laughs) So that's that's what this gator oil is. But but the neat thing about it, like a lot of a lot of lures in the north are made with vaseline. Yeah. Because it stays semi-liquid or, or a, a paste. But the problem with it is that because it is um, a petroleum-based, it does seal off. Yeah. So it may not smell like anything, and then you bump it, like rub it on your toque or something. That then was you a sm- tip <laughs> from <Yeah>. yesterday. <laughs> then, then you smell it again, right? Because <laughs> you've broke that seal, it happens. Well, this gator oil is different. Like it, yeah. the smell continues, uh, it doesn't seal off. So it may be a good, maybe a good deal. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll... Uh, We'll watch it as, as time goes on.
0: Yeah, because we have one that's petroleum-based or, or Vaseline-based, and then the other that is the, uh, Has the, gator, the oil gator oil in it. In it. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's good. It's been excellent.
1: Well, she'll...
0: I know. It's hard to say goodbye. I've made the bed. I've got all of our dirty clothes packed away. Uh, I just have to empty the fridge. The dishes are done.
1: Yeah, I've I've puttered around outside as much as I can. So
0: and we've and we've yeah. Skin, and so it's new. Martin. We'll probably grab a bite before we leave and head out. It's a three-hour drive home from here, and, uh, and then we get to. Well, Richard gets to come back next weekend. I don't get to come back, but
1: I'll probably come back Thursday, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So two three days day time. Yeah, it's good. Lots of work you get to do.
0: Well, there's always work. There's always work. So. Anyway, it's been great having you here. Thanks for joining us.
1: It's been a pleasure. And you can find everything, including announcements about uh, the new journal and that kind of stuff, at www.trappinginc.com. Thank you. Bye. Bye.